So there are going to be some fundamental methods um, that we can use for every kid or person in a meltdown that could be helpful for them. So here is a prime example of a meltdown from my house to yours. A few weeks ago, I was getting my six-year-old ready for dinner with some family, and I asked him to put on some pants instead of the shorts he was wearing because it was cold outside, and then get in the car. And he gave me this look like this angry look and took off his shorts really violently and then he started throwing his pants around and he kicked them and he screamed at me and screamed at his dad and refused to move to get in the car so that's the beginning of our scenario and i'll come back to this later and talk about what happened next so now let's recall our brain basics and the three r's of dr bruce perry regulate then relate then reason And let me just review uh, the definition of regulated, which means to be calm, safe, steady, stable, and protected. Um, And if you're just joining us without listening to the Brain Basics episode, please stop here and go back and listen to that first so all of this will make sense. Okay, thanks. So first, let's always remember that there is always a trigger that sets off a meltdown. And for my son, Jay, um, that was me saying, go put some pants on, we need to go. So now what? Um, So after the trigger, let's begin with M in mellow, which is going to stand for mad. And because that's what kids are during a meltdown, right? They're mad or upset or maybe scared or another big feeling. But let's just keep it simple um, with mad. Okay. And something happened that made me, the kid, upset. An alarm bells are going off in my brain telling me that there's a threat to me. I feel the opposite of regulated. I am now dysregulated, which um, is Jenga. I don't feel calm or safe. I don't feel in control. The higher functioning parts of my brain, all of my problem solving and my logic, they're all gone and I'm in survival mode. And I'm hypersensitive. I can't use my words. Again, I'm dysregulated and it sucks. So as a kid, I tend to do one of two things. Either I do what feels good to me at that moment and I try to dysregulate you because only then will you understand how upset I am and how catastrophic this is and how this is my entire world at this moment in time and nothing else matters. Or I try to protect myself from this threat or this thing and I'm trying to survive and I'm in instinct mode. So I fight or I scream or I cry or I say things to hurt you because I'm hurt or I and I'm trying to hurt you before you can hurt me. And there's a third response that we're going to talk about later on, but let's just stick with these two. So now what do you do or what should you do as a parent? So following M in mellow is E for ease up. 
And izat means that you as my parent recognize what state I'm in and you remain or you get in control. So you see me, you're calm, you regulate yourself. And remember in our brain triangle, regulate, then relate, then reason. So you can't regulate me until you yourself are regulated. And this is the key puzzle piece to our steps in mellow because nothing else will work if you as a parent cannot get regulated or learn to ease up first. And I can't stress this enough that your job as parents is to figure out what to do to remain calm and ease up while your child is in the midst of Jenga. So moving on, the next letter in mellow is L for link. And linking refers to you as a parent helping me, the kid, link my feelings with my words. And you do this by validating me, by helping me find the words of why I'm mad. And you don't expect me to know the words because you know that that part of my brain is inaccessible to me at this moment. So you take educated guesses in a non-judgmental and non-blaming way. And my reasons as a kid don't have to make sense to you if they resonate with me. And you can even match my intensity to show me that you get it. You know, you're really mad because mommy made you change clothes and you really wanted to stay in shorts. Um, You see how how you've just given me the words to match what I'm experiencing? That's linking. And most importantly, when you're linking, you save the correction for later. So remember, regulate, then relate, then reason. I know I'm sounding like a broken record, but there's a purpose to this, okay? So now once we've linked our feelings and words to bridge some understanding together, the next L can be tackled, which is let it go. So let it go, let it go, can't hold it back anymore. Sorry, my reference to Frozen and to Elsa, but just like that movie, you as parents need to help me, the child, to let it go, which means doing something to get this feeling out of me. And another way to phrase this is the term co-regulation, which means together we get regulated. And why do we need to do this? And it's because the feeling that we have is emotional, yes, but it's also physiological. So it lives in our heart rate and our fast breathing and our clenched fists and our rising blood pressure. Um, So it lives in our bodies and it literally needs to get spent, okay? And we'll take more time in future episodes to elaborate on what getting regulated together looks like, but I'm just going to leave it at that for now. So we've linked, we've let it go. Now comes the O, which stands for open up. And when I as a child have been supported enough to regulate and to calm down, more parts of my brain are now working and available to me. So in the opening up stage, I can now say what I need or how I feel because now I know. And the key part of this step is that as your child, I feel understood. I feel connected to you now. We have regulated and we are now relating. Yay. And last and final letter is W and W stands for what now? (laughs) While we're both calm and we feel safe. And my brain functioning has been restored to its full potential, which is the last R of our three R's. So I have reached the ability to reason. I can talk about the what, the why, the who next time. I can stand to be corrected and consequences given to me. 
Or if I'm a very young child or toddler, parents, you can guide what happens next and reflect on a plan for next time, okay? But most importantly, the takeaway for me, the child, is this. Through this mellow process, I've learned to tolerate and manage my emotions. I've learned that you can support me with this, and I've learned that you can tolerate my outburst, and it's not too big for you. It's a big takeaway, isn't that? So let's go back to my example and see if I was able to mellow. So I ended up putting a screaming pantless child into the car <laughs> and I was fuming while heading to the restaurant and I was I was not regulated. I was saying things like, what's the big deal about pants? You know, this is not okay. You're being really, really selfish right now. All of those are evidence that I myself was not mellow. And this is what I mean about ease up being the key puzzle piece. So how could I get my son to a nice place of learning if I was not in that nice place myself. Okay, so I end up parking near the restaurant with him yelling things like, you're so bad, and just screaming at me. Um, And I'm taking lots and lots of deep breaths. And there is a lot of silence as I try to ease up. And finally, I'm calm, I'm regulated enough to start linking. And I tell him, okay bud, here's the deal. I think you're mad because you didn't want to go to dinner and you just wanted to stay home and mommy's rushing you and telling you to change um, and made you want to go even less. And then you got super upset because mommy kept telling you over and over to get in the car and you didn't want to be told at all. I get that. But we still have to go to dinner and we need to get inside. So I'm going to give you two options. One, get your feelings out and talk with me. Or two, go inside right now with no pants. And just a couple caveats here. Number one, when my son gets dysregulated, he tends to become nonverbal. And so there may be some screaming, but he kind of bottles up and really has no words. So I've learned over the many meltdowns that we've been through that hand signals work best for him. So I give him one or two as choices to make. The other thing that I've learned is that when we get to this let it go stage, Um, He regulates best if I'm not joining in with him, but rather just giving him the structure and containing him. So he chose number one. Good. I didn't really want to bring him in pantless. And he, he kicks the floor and hits the chair and I'm kind of counting down a time limit and giving him some encouragement. And after two minutes of this, he turns to me and he says really quietly, mommy, I'm ready to talk now. Great. We made it through M-E-L-L and we are in the open up part. And he tells me, I didn't want to go. I just wanted to stay home. I wanted to eat dinner at home. And I was mad because you made me change clothes. Okay, got it. You know, he's told me what he's needed and he, and how he felt. And he said it very clearly. Awesome. So I, I tell him, I say, yeah, I got it. You didn't want to come to the restaurant. That's okay. It's okay that you didn't want to come, but this is our family And sometimes we need to do things we don't want to do because that's how we show our family we care about them. Does that make sense? And he nods and he says, okay, mommy. And he puts on his pants. So we've started easing into the what now stage. And then I tell him, hey, I'm glad you're feeling better. And we talked about this, but there's more, okay? You know, it's fine that you feel how you feel. It's okay to be mad. Um, I've told you that before, but there's some stuff that you did that wasn't safe and we need to figure out what to do for next time, okay? And mommy needs to own up to it too. And I said, you know, mommy is sorry for saying mean things and calling you selfish. I was really frustrated and I, I didn't stop myself from saying things that might hurt you. So now it's your turn. 
And he looks at me and he tells me, mommy, I'm sorry for throwing my shorts at you. I'm sorry for screaming so loud in the car and calling you bad. Um, and I, I tell him, thank you. I appreciate you saying sorry. You know, mommy was just trying to help you learn that sometimes we need to put what others want before what we want. Okay. Um, so how can you show me what you've learned this week? And, and then we had this really nice discussion about a consequence You know, he got something taken away for a week and he accepted that fine. And then he decided that he wanted to show our whole house how much he cared for us by making us cards. And he was going to do it without um, any reminders. And he actually really did follow through with it this past week. And I was really, really impressed. You know, so as a parent, um, this is what makes me smile when I look back on this. We took this really typical moment that kids have, and we as a parent-child team together, we worked through it and we learned something, you know, and we did this by minimizing conflict and maximizing the teaching. And we managed to have a really nice dinner together rather than me dragging him into the restaurant and saying, oh God, at least we made it, we're here, right? And, and feeling miserable and, and frustrated. So let me be clear, your child will not magically become this reflective and reasonable the first time you do this, okay? It's going to take work and consistency. But this is where I'd like to help guide you into getting to it in your parent-child relationship. So think for yourself, how can you get mellow this week? And remember, um, mellow is mad, your child is mad, and you first ease up, then you link their feelings and their words you help them let it go, you help them open up about their needs and feelings, and then you talk about what now. Um, so part three, we'll be diving deeper into Mellow to examine some kind of key takeaways and identify some traps we fall into as parents. And part four, which I just thought of now, will sum up parts of parts one through three with some frequently asked questions and some final thoughts about managing meltdowns, okay? Thanks for listening. We love questions. Email us at parentingpuzzlepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much.